So this is the audio from a video um, that I recorded um, in lockdown with um, MiraQ. Um, and this is the podcast version of it. So if you want to go see the video, what we're talking about in this podcast, um, please check out our YouTube video. Hope you well. So, hello everybody. Uh, my name's Simon. I'm the owner and founder of Hey Girl. And yes, I'm a guy. And uh, controversial. It's first time on camera. Well, not the first, but it's, it's first-ish. Uh, yeah. I hope you like the hat. It's available from the website uh, to, to buy. I was going to say download there. That's weird. Uh, and today we're doing a little interviewing. Um, I always forget how to pronounce your name. It's, it's like, yeah, it's not an easy name, it's Mariuk. So my name is Mariuk and I make music as Mariuk, which is my solo project. And also I have a band called Northwest and yeah, that's what I do. Cool. And um, if anyone hears the clippy clop in the background, it's my crazy dog. Just see, there she is. Oh, cute. That's just walking around. And What's being, his name? Uh, her name's Roxy. And being generally annoying and all award, can't you? We started off with what was the first ever song you wrote? And Yeah, that's right. What was it called again? Um, I don't remember the exact name. I, I remember that it was like a song dedicated or that talked about the moon. So probably the, the, na the name, since it was in Spanish, probably was La Luna, which is the moon in, in, <laughs> in Spanish. Uh, let everyone know. And I was six years old. Yeah, you know, it's not like... <laughs> That's the exciting uh, and cool part that you wrote it when you were six, writing music when you were six, but you said without any melody, just more the lyrics. It, it did have a melody. Uh, like it always um, uh, imagine a melody. And I would sing to the melody, but I, I wasn't able to record it or play it on an instrument because I didn't know how to play an instrument. I was just singing it to myself, you know. Ah. Do you, uh, and can you sing any of it now? I don't remember the, the melody. Oh. Neither, neither the, yeah, I wish I could find that because I, I still have a lot of drawings and, and songs from that area, but I don't have that first song appear somewhere in my parents' house, I don't know. Well, I look forward to hearing that's that one. <laughs> uh, so Let let's just, we just touch base about your history of your music. So when did you start sort of properly playing music and what got you into music? Um, so uh, the first question, um, I started properly uh, being able to play an instrument and being able to record myself, even though it was very badly and it was only like in a very amateur. Uh, when I was around 22 years old, I was in university and a friend of mine showed me uh, how to play like some basic chords on the keyboard. And I'm talking about like maybe four chords, you know, like C, D, whatever. <laughs> and and I found an old uh, Casio keyboard of my that belonged to my father, and and so I started writing songs with these same chords but different arrangements. 
and recording myself with the phone and and then editing everything in GarageBand, which is a free software that comes with MacBook. Yeah. And and that's how I started. And then when I was 24, I decided to uh, quit my job uh, in Spain and like um, because I never studied music. Like music was my hobby, but I felt that inside of me I was feeling for a while that it was more than a hobby. That actually what really truly made me happy was music. And so I was uh, working as a graphic web designer, filmmaker, like I was doing freelancing work of graphic design, like in the realm of graphic design at yeah. the time. And I wasn't truly happy with that, even though I, I like it, but I I felt like I was living someone's life and not mine. So I decided to to make a plan. And, and so I decided to quit my job. I sold almost all my things and came here to the UK and just fully focused on making music and learning how to properly produce and learning how to engineer and everything. So uh, that was four years ago. So through the past four years, I've been trying to do that. <laughs> oh, well, your music's amazing. Um, I'm going to play you. your videos now. Do you want to just describe what it is and what's the kind of like, what's it called and what's the kind of like feelings and, and, and ideas behind it? Mm hmm. So this is Catch Me If You Can, that is uh, one of the songs that's in my debut album, full, like full length album that I have just released as Mariuk. And, and this, this one, this video is really cool because it's almost, except for this one, all, all the videos I've made myself. Um, but this one, this one, my friend Alvaro Gomez Vidal, who is like a very, very talented film director and photographer and also illustrator, is like a Renaissance man, you know, that yeah. that's it all. Um, he directed it with um, a really talented uh, dancer called Laura Indigo. Yeah. And they made this really, really cool piece for the song that I think elevates the song to another level <laughs> um so yeah that's the cool that's the story behind the video and <laughs> hope you like it <laughs> yeah. all right okay here we go Thank you. 
Catch me if you can. That was awesome. I love that bass, the beat. There's an awesome song. Thanks. Uh, would be amazing to hear it in a club. Have you performed it like in a big venue? No, I have never performed in my solo project life. Oh, really? Actually. So, where does Catch Me If You Can come from? The song? You mean like the meaning of the song? Yeah, well, just where does that sort of title, lyric? Actually, well, I don't really like to uh, explain like the full meaning of lyrics because I think it's cool that people get, you know, um, make. I love that when you hear a song of somebody else, you can just make the lyrics your own in a way and like make it about your own life. And so I don't want to take that away from people. But I would just say that it's a song about inspiration and the lack of it. <laughs> so because uh, I'm sort of if I had to get something from the lyrics and the sound with that revolving beat, it's kind of like for me, it's kind of like catch me if you can, but uh, you can't because I'm too kind of like especially with the dancing as well. It's quite fluid, and so it's kind of like it's sort of like a sort of creative movement so it's kind of like oh no you can't you know you can't touch me you can't catch me i'm kind of like sort of playing it's yeah very playful that's the word i just should have said just oh Oh, roxy wants to join in (laughs) yeah it was very playful this is (laughs) hello what question would you like to ask (laughs) wants to ask you so cute when are you going to take her for a walk isn't it does that yeah she wants to ask you have you oh i wish (laughs) oh get down cool uh yeah loved it great video great beats uh thanks i would be amazing in a club have you sent it to any djs do you would you allow your music to be remixed yeah of course yeah because uh i think that would be an amazing club song yeah, if anybody out there is seeing this and wants to remix it, go on. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's something really magical about that connection. Oh, I'm going to burp, cut that out. <laughs> had a cup of, big cup of tea before this. Um, what is your next video that you want to play of yours? Um, I was thinking of playing e- Echo because I think it's one of my best videos. Uh, and I co-directed this one uh, with uh, my best friend and his and her partner, who are who um, together they are uh, Blue Kalima, so it's like their collective, and they are a couple of filmmakers, really talented. You will see why. And and so this this song is very special. It's a song that opens the album, and actually it has a very uh, interesting story behind. Uh, when I wrote it, I was um, I was working at the time. I was working in uh, bed and breakfast, and I was that morning. I was alone working there, and I found a lady with a alcohol overdose in her room, and so I had to assist her. Yeah. She was she was unconscious, and and I had to assist her and call the ambulance and. Obviously, it was a 
a pretty um, intense experience and and also it was very triggering for me because I had um, I've had experiences in my in my family with substance abuse and so uh, I ended up having like a the anxiety attack you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> from the experience and and also it was a very um, strange time in my life because I was I had just moved uh, from Spain to the UK and and I was still figuring out like what kind of musician I wanted to be I still I was just figuring out what kind of person in general I wanted to be you know it was, it was that, what, one of those times where you're like going through a lot of thinking about yourself yeah. and life and 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 so I've been working in the bed and breakfast like nonstop for a while and I was just very tired. So everything like came together in that day and I just burst into tears, you know? Um, and so uh, to, uh, after that happened, I lay down and I tried to like calm myself down. And so I opened my email to just distract myself and just, okay, I'm just gonna open my email and see, like distract my mind. Um, and the first email that I opened was um, an email congratulating me because I uh, just won a grant that I was pursuing for like such a long time, and and you have to and you have to see that at that time I wasn't and, and, and now I, I wasn't anybody in the art world you know I, I was this grant was for making um an animation project yeah um by hand and it, it was like a traditional animation it was a very hard uh, project to do uh, that I really wanted to do for a long time and I was all the time pursuing a grant or something that would uh, allow me the time to devote myself to this project and and so the fact that, I don't know, a jury of super talented artists believed in me when I was nobody, like I've never exhibited anything, you know, I, was, I wasn't known or anything, you know, I was just, I was 24 years old uh, out of, uh, you know, just, um, just moved uh, to the UK and was trying to find myself and find myself as a musician. And so, and and I didn't have an like at that time I only had like two songs on the internet, you know? Yeah. So that was all my curriculum, you know, it's like nothing. And and so the fact that they just they believed in me when I was nobody just was like, okay. And the fact that the that this was the same day, you know, that this all happened in the same day for me was like, I don't believe in the, those kind of things. I'm, I'm I'm a very rational person, but to me that day was like this is a fucking sign from the universe. Like I have to get my shit together and I have to like start working. You know? Yeah. And and that day I wrote that song, and and that's the first song of my debut album as Mario. I wanted that song to open the the album because it, it has such a significant meaning because that song was the song that um, I don't know it. It was like from that moment on. I, I I don't want to say that I was like full on super focused on my career and everything because it, you go through ups and downs as every human. <laughs> but I really 
I really took like a big step mentally of like, yes, I'm going to take this seriously and I'm going to believe more in myself and, and just, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's play it. Let's see it. Roxy wants to listen to it. If you can see her there, she's watching. Uh, let's, let's check it out. Here we go. Am I lying? 
ending is so powerful. Thanks. You're crowned. You're crowned. <laughs> I'm crowned. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was. That was what I imagined. I was imagining like a medieval, like a medieval solitary queen. You know. Mm. And I know that that was that the whole aesthetics I was going for in the video. It's amazing, and so uh, the, 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 getting your hair cut live was mm. great. There's no sort of fakeness. You actually did uh, get your head shaved for the yeah, video. yeah. And uh, so, as you see, <laughs> it's all real. Yeah, <laughs> one, one take. Right at the beginning. It was like your eyes, uh, you have this sort of look of just about to cry. Uh, yeah, and that's it, also real. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes it so powerful because it is so, whew, yeah, it's it's like, it's quite a powerful piece because it's like, it's quite, mm. there's a lot of emotion in there. Uh, and then by you multi-layering it, what I really like about your videos as well is that you, you do a lot of stuff with uh, visuals and I think that's you know, that's why I love videos with music because I think there is something where you kind of like, you know, it's not just a song, it's also then you can take it other places and by you just, you know, putting that idea of shaving your head for the video, who's it? was that your idea? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it was amazing because it's like, that in, its, in itself is a powerful piece of art, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a it's video art and then to kind of like layer that with your own song and your lyrics and your gaze and yeah it's uh, it's a lot lot of power thanks yeah i i wanted something that could represent in an image how i felt when i was writing the song you know um so the song it's about me feeling like I don't know who I am, but like so. Hence the 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 question, which is more a metaphor metaphorical question of Am I a voice or am I an echo? I'm just living. Am I the one like choosing my life? You know, I mean, I'm very bad at explaining. Like very. No, no, no. That's <laughs> I think. Is it? But but the. But the act of like shaving my head, I was my the the hair you see in in the video, like in the beginning, is I've been growing out that hair for like eight years or something without cutting it. So it was a pretty huge step for me to just yeah 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 live in a video singing that song that was very emotional to me. It is really awesome to kind of like um, immerse myself in the kind of like. You know, not only be able to show your talent, but also then we can talk about it afterwards. And and I think there's something really interesting in your concept as well. It's like, you know, it's sort of exploring like what drives you or what am I or, you know, is that what you were sort of going for with the echo feeling of this, like, you know, that experience when you had something amazing happen to you on the, exactly the same time, something really awful. And it's like, that sort of mm. two different worlds. Yeah, I mean, that experience was what, in a way, moved me to write the song, but I'm not, in the song, I'm not talking about that experience. You know, I'm talking about something much more. Okay. 
deep in a way. It's something much more general, uh, which is a person asking to, uh, is it like a self-exploratory question, you know, yeah. like, what am I doing? <laughs> With yeah, my yeah, life, yeah. basically. Well, just, I, think, I think everyone uh, asks themselves a lot, and especially in this time, you know, because there is a lot of people that are on their own a lot more than they would normally be. And mm -hmm. I know I've sort of these last few weeks or, or three weeks or a month or whatever with the magazine have kind of really been sort of what is my motivation? You know, why am I doing it and stuff like that? And I think it's at first it was really tricky because I was doing a lot of really fast paced stuff. I was doing the investment campaign. I was doing a lot of big things that was just about a kind of like elevate Hago into this like amazing brand and kind of like, you know, show its potential. And then obviously, and that's the annoying thing about money is it can really hold you back. But then recently I've kind of like, because you have to, you have to sort of take stock of what you can do rather than what you can't do. The investment campaigns on pause and you kind of have to like work backwards. And I've kind of now taken stock about like, what is my motivation? You know, well, why am I doing this? And, and actually this last week, through working with you, like that interview we did on Wednesday for Instagram Live, it really felt like, ah, oh, this is cool. This is kind of what un is underlying at the bottom of what Hegel, what I want Hegel to be. And one of the best things I felt from that interview was your statement about being creative, being an artist, is about communication. That's it. <laughs> Got it. I was like going for the big boom. And then I was like, ah, I've forgotten it. Communication, uh, you know, because I think, I think uh, a lot of people, well, I especially struggle with like confidence and why should I do this? And do people want to watch this? And do people want to see what I'm trying to create? But I think the word communication is really beautiful because it is, it's not, it's, it's very sort of unego in a way that it's, it's sort of like, I feel like this, I've got this kind of like idea of play of creativity and I just want to kind of get it across to different types of people or just show the world or, you know, so yeah, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it is a interesting time. Yeah. I always feel like the, the times of crisis and the times of, or the difficult times for me are the best times because that's when like you, I've had, like, it gives me the opportunity to rethink and to like, gain perspective yeah and so it's a good time for reevaluating everything in your life i think yeah well i think yeah especially with a lot of creativity and you know we, we are you know why do you create you know like what's the point like why i don't know i'll throw it out to you why do you create <laughs> uh, i think there's many reasons but i think there's uh, in the cup uh, so more recently i have observed and I have seen that there's two main reasons. One is more about myself and the other one is more about others. Hmm. So one reason is because I need it. That's like that's, that's it, you know, it's like, even, even if I, if I didn't, if I wasn't able to publish my music and show it to another human being, I would still do it. Cool. Because I need it for myself, you know, I need it. For me, music and writing music or any kind of art, but especially music, uh, it's my way to deal with, with reality. As I told you on the other interview, yeah, yeah. it's uh, whenever I have like a big emotion, whether that being sadness or joy, 
it doesn't have to be like a bad or a good emotion. It's just a big emotion that I'm not able to like handle in my body. You know, it's like I needed to get, I need to get it out. And, and for a while it makes sense. And maybe, and also it's, it's such a, it's such a therapeutical experience as well. Mm. Like we talked about, it's like, um, in, in one way is you're talking about, you're writing about something very deep within yourself and very personal, but at the same time, in the process of doing that and writing music and or producing and choosing one sound and the other, or just finding the chords that you want to, whatever, in that process, you're sort of losing yourself yeah. because you're totally focused on the song. I sometimes feel like I'm possessed, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. you're just completely, in the sound, you know, and it, it, you're just out of yourself. So for a while, life is easy, you know, <laughs> and yeah. then you come back to reality and, and whatever. But that he, that experience in itself is kind of healing for me. Mm, that's really cool. Um, and also, uh, on the other hand, that's the part uh, of music that I do for myself. But the reason why I publish my music and what I want and why I want people to hear it in the first place, because otherwise I wouldn't be publishing anything you know yeah, yeah it's yeah. because it's because i i also cannot fight even though i'm an introvert and i love being alone i cannot find i cannot fight the fact that i'm a social being yeah. and i need people you know and i need people and 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 music for me has always been a language mm. like spanish or english or whatever it's another language and it's also like a very surreal and magical language because you can get super deep with someone you just met only yeah. through music you know yeah. only only just by connecting them through a song and also when i was young and i was listening to my favorite bands and and everything before i was making music or anything i was just a fan of music yeah and i i cried to songs i like fell in love with songs i experienced like i would say Oh, I, I don't know, all my life has a song attached to it, you know? Every moment, important moment of my life has a song attached to it. And I, and I had so many moments of being alone, listening to a record, and like having profound experiences, and like really connecting to those artists that I have never met in person, but I truly feel that they understand me in a way, like we connect in a, in a profound way, and I truly believe that you know yeah, yeah, yeah well like you say it's that thing about communication isn't it it's like exactly you really get across and that's why i think you know i asked you before in our other interview like yeah, how would you describe our sound but it's only because it's interesting to see how you would describe it but it is that thing about you know there is that thing about music because you can't really describe it until you go well listen to it you know and the best music yeah. is the kind of thing where you can't really describe it because it's new it's kind of like well i'm so it's sort of like this but then it meets this and it but people still uh they still want a description because i think it's you know it's human nature and it also it's in a conversation isn't it it's like we're kind of quite lucky now because we can grab our phones and go well here you go here's the video or here's this and this is what's quite cool about doing it like this is why I wanted to have your videos inside our interview because then it's mm -hmm. like it becomes really multi-layered it's like everyone's with us is rather than us just sort of or you describing your music and people have to kind of think what it imagine yeah. yeah imagine that's better than think what mm -hmm. it might it's a better word yeah yeah but it uh, yeah totally totally we can yeah. actually cut to it and then come back and it's like 
that's that part of communication that just becomes more interesting and interesting and interesting and like you say it's that is the part of of social you know and i think that's what i really enjoy is and that's what this time has been really tricky for me because hegel is not about me at all and weirdly i've had to be forced to make it a bit about myself because i'm having to be on more camera more i'm having to do stuff mm -hmm. more in the virtual world to kind of keep it going but what i really love about it, it is that thing about communicating ideas that thing about talking about well, what is creativity you know I, I when i interview people for the magazine i tend to try and talk really simply in a, in a this kind of scenario because i find that sometimes when people interview uh for written magazines and stuff they kind of ask the question in them yeah, let's get it right yeah so they give the answer in the question to the where so the person just mm -hmm. kind of, yeah well you know when you did that video was it feel like you made blah blah blah, blah and they're like yeah and it's like it's about the magazine it's not about that person whereas what i try to do with the way and it is that thing about not being trained as well you know i'm not a trained journalist i'm not a trained magazine maker or whatever you want to call it i'm a photographer but i wanted to create something that a was a lot freer than what i felt i saw in other magazines and b was just kind of like more supportive and more more kind of like uh yeah i guess it's, it goes back to that word free because i think there is a really beautiful thing about that word mm -hmm. yeah so when i try to interview people i'll just do like smaller things like you know how did you start why do you do this and what's you know what's this and what's that and so you can kind of oh, i don't really know what i'm talking about i've forgotten now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. move on no, no I don't. <laughs> anyway simon move on uh no but i yeah, I think I feel like magazines are a very collaborative. Yes. No, and and also like a very collective effort, you know, because the magazine in the end is it's it's filled with your own creativity plus other people' creativity. So as in Hey Girl or just generally magazines. In general, but especially Hey Girl, I can see yeah. that is. That's I cool. can see Get like that. the collective experience or the collective spirit yeah because i think that's where i find that you get this magical thing you know like in this interview you get this little while you're talking my brain is being sparked and i think that's where i've struggled in the last month or so with this lockdown is that i'm not been able to touch on that speaking to an artist mm -hmm. speaking to a creative and connecting over something or play or go shall we shall we play something with this? What do we do with this without like, you know, you even saying like, yeah, I'd really like someone to like remix one of my songs and stuff like that. And I know people that would really like to do that. And they, so that's that click of excitement, which isn't about money. It's about the power of creativity. You know, there's this mm -hmm. beautiful thing that it is, you're creating something out of nothing really by yeah. all these ideas together and then when you talk to someone about it that's where you get this kind of sparks how do you deal with yeah, that i love that do you have we, any doubt doubt doubts regarding something specific or doubts in general i'm doubting to give it a just specific just doubt <laughs> doubts. how do i deal with doubts let's keep it in the creative world um hmm. or questions i do you question yourself or what's 
I do have a, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've struggled a lot with doubting myself and with mm. the imposter syndrome, for sure. Mm. Like, that has been one of my main issues <laughs> since I decided to devote myself to music. Because, as I told you, I've never studied music. So, there are so many things that, I mean, I think I have, like, an innate talent to sound. Like, I can hear... I can imagine things I can hear and I can translate, even though I'm not, I, I have no idea what is the name of the chord I'm doing, mm. you know? I, I, can, I can do it, you know? It's like, I can do it, but I have no idea that what's the name. And so, and also since I'm also producing, like mixing and engineering and everything, so, mm, it has been a big struggle for me to really not doubt myself too much. Like, how do you push through it or how do you cope with it? Or what's your, what have you found in the past that has moved you away from the doubt? There's various things that has helped me. Uh, one thing is time and like experience. So the more time, I've been making music now for four years and now I'm starting to gain confidence. The more you do something, I mean, practice makes perfect. And that's totally true. Like the more you do something, the more you feel comfortable doing it because it's like, and, and, and also I have released music. I have released two albums with Northwest, uh, another two albums with Mariuk, and they have been pretty well received. Uh, even though I'm still like super underground and <laughs> like nobody knows me, but it's, I've had like very good feedback and that also really helps to like, okay, there's people, you know, like saying I'm good. Maybe, maybe I have something good you know, <laughs> to yeah. tell. Um, so that definitely helps. You say recognition then. Yeah, but more than the recognition is is the recognition that I do by myself, you know? Mm, the recognition that that's good. The recognition that I'm when I'm in this my in my studio and I'm working, everything is quicker than four years ago. Everything is because it's like it's like I tell myself in those moments, hey, you know what you're doing, you know? You're you're no, I mean you're good. <laughs> uh, so that helps. It, it helps working a lot in the thing that you want to become good at. Hmm. So you're starting to actually become good, you know, when you're... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that helps with imposter syndrome. I mean, the, recogni the, rec the outside recognition helps, but the most important thing is the inside recognition. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. One, and one thing that I have found that helps is the experience. Like the more experience you have, the more yeah. you trust your, yourself. I still... And also like be willing to learn mm. like instead of being i don't know like i'm like every time i'm like um every time i stepped into something that i cannot do or something that i'm having trouble like for example one thing that i'm that i'm always doubting myself with is if i'm in the right tune mm. in the song <laughs> you know because sometimes i'm like I put a lot of light layers and a lot of uh, synthesizers doing super strange things. And since I'm not a trained musician, sometimes it's hard to, for me to to uh, know when I'm doing something that 
sounds completely awful, you know? That's the beauty of that lack of training in the way that you're not bound by it. You know, you can, like you say, you play a chord because it fits what you're emotionally trying to do. And that's it. It's not like you're playing a D or a C or whatever, you know, because at the end of the day, music is these all these numbers and these words. And same with languages, like it's all things that someone else has defined. This is this. And at the end of the day, you're touching that keyboard or you're touching that guitar in a certain way to make a certain sound. And you're it's that play that is really important. And yeah, I would always advocate that, you know, don't be afraid of just doing stuff. You know, I try to do it at the magazine all the time. Like people would like say like, oh, it needs this in it, it needs this in it. Or, you know, like I'm not a designer, but I design it anyway. Or, you know, I think it's just this, why not? You know, if you if you're mm-hmm. authentic with what you're trying to do, then there's, why not? Nothing cannot be done in the way that kind of like, if you stumble on something, that's when it's exciting, you know, that kind of, putting mm-hmm. stuff together playing around you know um so yeah it's all good yeah and you learn and you learn through the process definitely yeah. like when you start doing something out of just love i mean you're doing because you're doing it you're doing the magazine i'm doing my music and we are not trained in that specific um a job but as we are doing it we're learning how to do the job you know um but yeah it's a, it's a tricky thing like i've always I mean, I'm always training myself to learn new things. Like now I'm learning how to play the guitar. And I think that is really helping me with the tuning thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so um, I, I want to get better, but I also don't want to lose the, the thing that I think has really helped me in the beginning making music, which is the total ignorance, you know? Yeah. And s- since I'm a girl that grew up listening to punk, I can, I relate so much to the people to to punk to the punk spirit that is basically saying i don't know how to play an instrument i don't know how to run a business because i don't have a a record label or anything Mm. but i'm just gonna do it you know i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna do my fanzine and i'm and i'm gonna make a lot of noise and i'm gonna and i'm going to call it music and i'm gonna make my own clothes and i'm going to call it fashion you know and i love that because i think that's when true innovation happens yeah totally and and so I want to educate myself because I want to get better, mm. but also I don't want to lose that spirit, that spirit that comes from not ignorance because it doesn't come from ignorance. It comes from limit, limitation, limitation, I think. Yes. It comes from limitation. Freedom in the other way, as in like you're free to just play because you're not bound by I should be like this or I should be like that. You're just going, well, I want to. I want to do it and maybe I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how I do it but I just want to do it which is what I feel about your music and the way that your a lot of your sounds are quite different but they've all got your sort of theme or your style running through but you it's your exploring self-expression which I think you know is super cool thanks cool. because we kind of again we've waffled chuffled for like uh an hour these hours we've been talking for an hour now yeah (laughs) i feel like i haven't stopped talking (laughs) no it's good it's great this is hago radio with your late night late night (laughs)
Foods. We've got the future punk artist Marek Yuk. Marek. 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 I've got again. You can say whatever you want to say. No, it's it's, it's, a, a, punk it's a very bad name. <laughs> I'm dyslexic. I'm not very good with speaking. <laughs> uh, and everyone's like, "What? You got a magazine?" And like, because I want to. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I mean, like, at the end of the day, the the, the best way I find, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a spoiler. I'm going to get very very dark. <laughs> but at the end of the day, for me, like. The best way to to take perspective is about thinking about your own mortality and thinking, yeah. okay, dude, like life is short. Like you should yeah, be yeah. doing what what you want to do, you know, like what truly and makes you happy and what you believe in. Yeah. And that's why I wanted to tap into your power of of how you deal with doubt or how you push through doubt. Because I think a lot of people want to do stuff. They want to kind of whatever reason, whatever creative thing they want to do, but they self-sabotage and hold themselves back because of doubt. Doubt, fear of judgment, fear of, of I won't do it good enough and blah, blah, blah. And I think it, it's, it is a really strong thing to try and help people with because at the end of the day, everybody's got a talent, no matter what it is, and you can play with it or an idea or what you just, you know, that's what makes life exciting is the variety of people and 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 with their sort of different ideas and stuff. So you just got to kind of free people up to sort of find it sort of thing. And it's raining. I, yeah, I can see. Oh. Um, I actually remembered while you were speaking, I actually remembered uh, the other thing that has oh, yeah. really helped cool. me with the sound-out. Oh. You've got to cut to it. Maybe it helps people watching this. Um, Another thing that has really helped me is that I was observing that every time I was writing a song, I would be in a way paralyzed a little bit by fear because I was like, because, because I wasn't a trained musician and I was like too afraid to fuck up the song, you know? It was like, I would always stop myself when the song sounded okay, you know? Hmm. So the song was sounding good, then I'm gonna stop here. I'm not gonna touch it because I was afraid that if I touch it a little bit more, I would ruin it. Um, or if I try this thing, maybe it's not good enough. Maybe I just make a mistake, whatever. So I was, I was like uh, seeing that that was happening inside myself. So I, I said, I said to myself, okay, this is bullshit. You know, the, the best songs I've ever written was the songs that, I mean, they always come to me when, when I'm in the studio, like completely free of fear mm -hmm. and I'm just experimenting and not having any expectation, you know? Yeah. And that's when all of a sudden magic occurs. So now every time I go into the studio, I like, <laughs> this is so ridiculous, but I'm just, I imagine my studio as a free, fear zone you know it's like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's just ridiculous but but it works for me and every time like I'm thinking okay this sound is is sounding like acceptable that's when I'm like okay now it's time to ruin the song you know <laughs> and so <laughs> and so yeah, part, yeah. Isn't it? yeah 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 and like yeah. 
then I, I, I make it my job to like fucking ruin the song. And if the song ends up being a, a shitty song, then I don't release it. It's okay. So you, you would know? say that you, you're trying to play with your fear in the way that like, oh, I don't know if this is a good song because I'm technically not trained or whatever. So what you're doing is you're purposely pushing it to a place, mm -hmm. purposely trying to ruin it in a way that like somewhere in that realm of not killing the fear, but like showing or pushing the sort of what you're scared of to experience it, then you free it up, you're freeing yourself up from that fear basically, because you're like, oh, mm -hmm. well, and then it starts to, the magic starts to happen. Exactly. I think it's like, it's like a boundary, you know, it's like mm -hmm. if you push yourself enough you can go over that boundary and over that boundary you can either ruin the song completely yeah, and, yeah. and and it's okay it's just a ruin song but in the process you might have learned something or all of a sudden you have like a an amazing song you know mm. and a song that, yeah, that truly makes it. you proud right. truly makes you proud it's it's it, it is a, just a word isn't it you some one person would say you've ruined it the other person might say you stumbled on something that is truly original and amazing. It's more about what you think in a way that you yeah. ruin it. It was, it's your, that, yeah, that's, I think that's where judgment and creativity is so, so intertwined. And, and I think it is super important to try and throw off mm. self judgment. I mean, try not to judge you, as well. you have, you have touched, uh, you have touched something really important there that I think is perfectionism. Because you were talking about uh, the perception of other people. People would think that you have written the song. Other people would think that that song is genius. Yeah. But th the most important thing is what you think. I think that that's another <laughs> another issue <laughs> that is perfectionism. Mm. Uh, which perfectionism in a healthy uh, amount is good. Mm. Yeah. But when you're over perfectionist is really bad for, for you yeah because but again you it, end up you end up ironically paralyzed by fear yeah, again yeah, yeah yeah because you overwork in something you are always thinking that is not good enough so you never release it and it's for example speaking of that um last year i was in in the tate modern in london and i saw yeah. a, an exhibit uh, of picasso and it was a really interesting exhibit because it was just all the work that Picasso has done in just one year. And it was a huge exhibit. Like he was super prolific. Mm. And you could see, and you could see like the final uh, painting that is like the famous painting. But yeah. you could see like all these sketches, you know? And the and one of the quotes that opened the exhibitions was something like, I'm probably misquoting here, but it was something like, let your work be your diary. Mm. And I would, and I thought that was so powerful because yeah, it's like yeah. this is exactly what I'm talking about when when somebody is afraid is hiding themselves under perfectionism because yeah. perfection yeah. perfectionism perfectionism can become like an excuse for yeah, not definitely. because I think uh, going out there and sorry is, yeah the idea of perfection is 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 to, uh, what's the word. Um, I can't think of the actual word now. What's the word when it's, it's the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, you know, as they say. So perfectionism is like, well, I might think it's perfect and you might be thinking it needs more or whatever. But at the end of the day, like you say, working through something 
you, it's more about your own personal perfection in the way that this is where I want it to be. So maybe he was working, the, working through everything to kind of train his brain into just getting what he was really trying to achieve, you know, or really, you know, it's that fast pace where you're like, that's it, that's done. I don't need to do any more to that. And that's, that's that side of perfection that I think is, is, is healthy because you're mm. like, for me personally, that's what I wanted to capture or that's what I wanted to communicate, going back to what we were talking about, communication, you know. So mm-hmm. the word perfection is a funny one. It's a very, because I don't actually like, I, I don't know if I think of perfect, even the word itself is quite circular. Perfect. <laughs> it's like it comes Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then it's, I think things that are done and round and come back round, I don't find that they're that interesting because they're kind of like, well, where can I go with this? You know what I mean? It's like, and it's also, it's very sort of objective. So it's someone else's uh, ego, basically. If, oh, this is perfect. There you go. And you're like, well, actually, I don't necessarily think that. Or if I don't, then all I got to do is just worship that person. There's nothing else for me. Whereas where I think things with, uh, that are the explorative or yeah so i don't know i don't know about that word perfect I would, uh, yeah it's yeah it's a very ambiguous word yeah like i don't think there's even like a like a perfect de- a perfect definition of perfect <laughs> <It's> like, <Double> perfect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah but it's like I mean, I don't even know why that word exists since we are not perfect, like humans. Or maybe that's what makes us perfect. The thing is that maybe perfection is stepping back and going, (sighs) like breathing, like echo. Yeah. You know, like you were saying, a lot of those existence, existing in itself is perfection. If you had to design a body, it's impossible. They can't even come close to designing anything like a human body. And so it's our sort of obsession with being perfect or getting to that is really interesting because it's kind of like we're trying to define ourselves and we're kind of trying to work out how do you, how do you justify our perfection? Whereas the reality is, that's why I love yoga and I love things that kind of keep, allow me to see being. I think I love simplistic words i love using simple words because i think at the end of the day we've got it already it's all i do is try to remind people how amazing they are you know like with words you know like be breathe you know and it's like when you take a breath of air you're like ah fuck i feel good you know it's like that's what yeah is good it's like amazing you're like do a few things you breathe and you're like i just feel cool and it's like the same thing with connecting with people you know it's like so perfection is existence boom that's the name of this episode (laughs) (laughs) we better sign off cut off we could chat chat chitty chit chat 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 uh what's the future of uh marukuk maruku (laughs) mariuk mariuk it's not that (laughs) difficult uh what's the future of marukuk <laughs> um well i don't know 
the dream future don't worry about the like, dream future yeah it's like where would you want to be what would you like to who would you love to work with like creatively or, mm. or what what's the next song any little snippet for people that are watching like oh that sounds good ah yeah i'm 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 scoring right now uh so i'm i'm pretty new to the scoring uh, business that, but, but watching that echo you're already in it like your music is absolutely perfect for vis for visuals oh thanks i'm yeah. glad you see it that I'm way watching that i mean for me fuck this I'm, an amazing art house film the you know i'm seeing someone like opening a door i'm seeing that in a film you know because you've got those layers you've got that kind of like expressions you've got that emotion and it's all bound up and into it so you say you're new to it but uh, i'm new to, to to scoring like making music for, yes. for a specific film where i'm commissioned i'm not making music for myself yes uh so making music for others you know it's totally new for me but it's fun and i'm having a lot of fun and and hopefully next month I'm going to release the little AP with the first soundtrack that I did last year for a short cool. film. If anyone's watching from the future or the past, that's <laughs> from the past, <laughs> yeah, okay. 2020. So my name is Mariuk, which is a very difficult name, but it's M A R I U K. Cool. Uh, have you got any questions for Hey Girl or me? So, what is the future of the magazine? What is your dream future? My dream future, I love that word. Uh, my dream future is kind of like this, but just bigger. Uh, I want to get some funding. If you're looking for a backing singer, maybe move on from me because I can't get tired. <laughs> oh, yeah, you heard it first. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Um, and and for hearing, I don't know if it's going to be TV or radio or both. <laughs> but radio. Um, <laughs> I hope I hope you you're good and and I hope this quarantine uh, is good and positive and like you can you can always take something positive from every situation. So I hope this this conversation brings brings some light and some some ideas to you um, it has to be, so that's... and if not and if not maybe it's a a little bit of entertainment for a yeah. while and like yeah. a little bit of taking your mind off of things <laughs> it's been awesome it's been amazing chatting once again we've and it's been cool thank to... you for having me that's all right i love it i think it's going to be a regular thing i'm like I'm, <laughs> i literally my brain just fires so much when i chat to you about just ideas and, and yeah and yeah I, like i say when i first uh, discovered your music i'm not sure if you approached me or if i approached you i, can't remember. I think i approached you yeah i think it was because i saw that you were hey and i was like hold on is she a rival <laughs> oh, is it? we're yeah we're what is it we're siblings yeah and social media siblings <laughs> I just loved your creativity your kind of yeah it was just and it's been a real joy to kind of chat to you in real life and to well thank you likewise this thing about creativity and sharing and networks and blah 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 is very much now so it's been super awesome to chat to you and to show your videos and show your creativity and yeah thanks everybody for thank watching it's <laughs> hey girl tv radio is it Something like that, magazine.com. You do the mess.
uh, and uh, take care. See you soon. Bye. Bye.